This is an Average Joe Media production. Well, ain't no this is Episode of the Baby Daddy Chronicles. My name is Troy Jackson, man, your future baby daddy. Um, I have a guest on today, Anthony. How you doing today, my guy? Doing good, brother. What's new in the world of baby dads? Well, uh, I find it quite hilarious when you said future baby dad. Some <laughs> people, some of the stuff that comes with being a father and, and being a baby daddy is definitely ain't nothing you can plan for. Mm-hmm. But um, as far as what's new in the world, I mean, a lot of that depends on what angle you're coming from as a baby father. Okay. Um, you know, I, 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 I would be the first one to say that it's not an idealistic situation to be in, mm-hmm. depending on who you are, I mean, moral background, situations in life, you know. And I'm one of the people, I, I definitely promote, like, black family atmosphere and all that. Mm-hmm. So I tell a lot of people, if you got a choice to plan, definitely construct that 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 family set up before. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. Like, do it the right way. Like, pick your, pick your shorty, either wife it or, or lifetime partner it out first and then do that. Because, like, when, you know, when you're in a position on the other hand, on the ladder of it, where you just, you know, end up having a kid, mm-hmm. now whatever situation that your life was in, and the, and the uh, woman who you have a child with life is in, that factors into everything. That, no, that's real. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely would start off by saying make sure that I, that situation is ideal. And, you know, so I'll be honest and say that that, that wasn't my case. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it was a situation where, like, now how how things going on in society, it's a lot more rights for, for fathers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Back in the day, like it was almost like a death sentence for certain cats. Not especially, especially if you know if you coming from a tense situation. You know, hell, hell have no fury like a woman scorned. Mm-hmm. So, if that woman already got ill feelings towards you, and maybe I mean whatever situation y'all had going on is already affecting her emotional output, then she going through the whole process of having a baby. Like you, you, you in for it? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and if and if she was if she was on some spiteful joint, it was. It was, it was it was go time like you you was about to get case laid, uh, but now for a lot of fathers from a, from a, from, a, from a legal standpoint, you know it's a lot of a lot of good good moves for fathers out here. But that, and that also depends on the type of father you are. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, for me, I'm in a blessed situation where, where me and my, my my children's mother we we we, we try to be adults about it, you mm-hmm. know and and I tell a lot of people it's all about how you prioritize stuff. If, you know, if y'all got the best intentions at heart, which is the 
children or the child, and you and you and you move through that first, everything else can kind of flow, mm-hmm. at least peacefully the majority of the time. Now, did it was it always the case, or did you have to build up to that? You always got to build up to it. Okay. Um, especially for the woman, you know, she, she the one carrying that baby. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She the one got to go through childbirth. She the one got to, you know what I mean? Like most of the time, you know how it is. Like even if the father got money, the kids usually end up being in the custody of the, of the mom. That's true. That you know is what I'm true. So. Like she got a insurance, doctor visits, and all of that. Even if you present, like like I am, you know what I'm saying, it, it still flow through them. Mm-hmm. So it's a natural added stress for them. And then you know postpartum depression, all that. Like mm-hmm. it's a lot of stuff that men that we don't got to deal with emotionally. And then you know I had to, and, and and I speak on it because it was big for me. Like in my situation, I mean me and me and my child's mother, we knew each other for a very long time. You know what I'm saying since we was kids. And we ended up, like, started hanging out, linking up uh-huh. as adults or whatever. And, you know, we, we grown. We was doing our thing, and, and, and it happened. And we both was mentally in two different spaces in life, like, uh-huh. as far as, like, what I, outlook I have for my future and outlook she had for hers. Uh-huh. And so all of that emotional ties, that, that tie into it, you know what I'm saying? And you you got to... You got to take it how it come. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So whatever emotion that I was going to get from her at that time, I didn't realize it, but you got to deal with it. And so I'm looking at it like we grown. You're an adult. I'm an adult. We, the decisions we made brought us here. So it's like I'm not the bad guy or I'm not the, you know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm not the antagonist in the situation. Mm-hmm. But you feel that way because she got all these emotions. And back then I used to get frustrated you know what I'm saying? Like any dude, dude man, she tripping, ah, 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 this and that and third. But I had to grow and learn that she a whole human. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And she going through it. And whether you, I made deem, oh, she grown, she made her choices. You know, you never know what people had planned for themselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, and, and the same thing was, was for me. But, you know, it's always that double standard, mm-hmm. especially on the emotional side for men, which... I definitely tell a lot of brothers like it, that's the biggest thing. Like you not sometimes it don't be no emotional room for you to cope with what's going on, mm-hmm. take a grasp of it, get yourself together as a man to handle what you got to handle with now, and then deal with her. You know what I'm saying? So it get, it get you get overwhelming, and you know like we did have to grow because she got to go through the pain of her life changing. Mm-hmm. Whatever dream that she had, even though ultimately, you know, dreams ain't dead because of a child. But in the heat of the moment, it feel like that. They're more like, I will say, they don't think they're dead. They're more like put on hold yeah, for, for a but, while. But I tell people, I ain't going to front. Like, going through it, like, in, in, in the heat of that trauma, you don't have that foresight. In the heat of it, mm. it's over. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Damn. <laughs> and, then, and then the father, you the target, like. You did this. Yeah, why why you get me pregnant? Word, you knocked me up. Like, I, I, I didn't rape you, so you, you, you don't the tango, you know right? But you have to realize that that's what they be that's the the human experience they're going through. Uh-huh. And so, you know, you you I had to learn and I had to learn the hard way. It was tough. You know, but once I came into the grips of realizing that I do gotta take account of her emotions. Uh-huh. Even if I don't feel the same, even if I don't agree with them. Even if I'm looking at it through a male logical lens of you made your choices too. Sometimes you got to take it on the chin. Uh-huh. 
especially when it's not the ideal situation. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We co-parenting and this and that and the third. So you you got to kind of grow with that. And, you know, it do take it, it take time, you know. It take time. It take patience. I tell a lot of brothers to take some tears, like, and, and, and I, I cry my, my fair share of nights, like, and 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 that's the one thing that I'm, my message would be to a lot of brothers, though, that they might, I mean, listen to this, definitely don't be too tough. Mm, that's a bar right there. You know what I'm saying? Don't be too that's tough. Because it's like, that toughness, uh, it's hurting them children, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you and your feelings, you and your pride, and ah, 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 and she grown, and she know what she did, da, 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 da. So you're going to act out of anger. You're going to act out on your emotions. And in the heat of all of this, the children is the victim. Mm-hmm. For either witnessing arguments, feeling that energy, because kids can feel parents' energy, or absence now. Yeah, y'all was cool. You was coming to get him every other day, or this, that, every other weekend, this, that, how your setup was. But now when she mad, you can't come knock on that door that easy. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And, and so, a lot of times, the actions of the parents affect the child. Uh-huh. And, and you know, if you can keep that in mind, which is hard to do, that that kind of sometimes it grounds you. Uh-huh. And, like, for me, I tell a lot of people, it also depends what kind of men you is, though. Like, a lot of, a lot of, of what I tell a lot of cats who ain't had no kids yet, or, you know, don't get into it, you, you about to pay for the sins of a thousand niggas you never heard of. Ooh. Jeez. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and that's <laughs> a fact. Like, and, like, and, and, and I don't really want to get too deep in it because it turned into a history lesson, and that could be a conversation for another day, but a lot of it is systemic, and it started a long time ago. But when, 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 they, when they back that starting line up in your race and make your race harder, if you're not mentally ready, some cats do do the wrong thing. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And it's hundreds of thousands of cats who done ran off on their family. You know what I'm saying? So, and you got to deal with that. Even though you don't know them and that's not your story, you got to deal with that. Mm-hmm. If you dealing with a shorty and her father wasn't around her life, oh, bro, you dealing with that no, that's, all that's, day. That's, that's facts. You about to get all them daddy issues. That's facts. And that's a fact. That like, is facts. And, and, and if she got a child already and that child father didn't do shit, you, you, paying, dealing with that. you paying for bro sins mm-hmm. too. Straight facts type shit. Sometimes make you want to find a nigga and snuff him. <laughs> like, bro, you fucked it up for me. Like, that's, that's facts. You know what I'm saying? And, but... It's, it's the reality, mm-hmm. especially for a black man. It's the reality. And, you know, I, I, I'm an open book. I keep it real. Like, I ain't, I ain't in the best place financially. So that's even harder. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm lucky and blessed that I got a very understanding baby moms, and she know how hard I do for what I can do for her and my, and my kids. But, shit, you get some women who know a, 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 a dude in, in a messed up situation, and she going to exploit that and take advantage of that mm-hmm. and make you feel like less of a man. Mm-hmm. So now your emotions is even higher, your pride even higher, you, and you're doing more dumb shit. And at the end of the day, only ones getting fucked over is some shorties. And, mm. and, 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 but you too blind with your own shit. And then she got, and then she throwing, she throwing her emotions at you like, 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 like she Mike Vick. They coming at you like a bullet. Oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you know, only, only person that's hurt is them kids. Mm-hmm. But like I said, you, it's not fair, but you got to realize you, you, you running a race starting with, with, for behind the head start from the next person over, and you got the whole weight on your back, uh-huh. and it, it can it can crush you. It, it, it definitely crushed me. It almost broke me several times. I ain't gonna lie about that. Like you know, what I'm saying like you start to question yourself as a man. Then if you already like I said, I I mean I ain't in the best place, so I do have them 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 nights of of self evaluation. Like I'm not doing this like I'm supposed to, and I'm not doing that like I'm supposed to. And you're trying to compartmentalize with that, couldn't keep going because I still got to get up and go to work the next uh-huh. day and provide. 
Then if you mean me and baby mom's riffing, that's extra pressure. That manager on the job, on your nerves. Then when you got your kids, they going nuts because they got full of energy. You know what I'm saying? And I got two. I got twins. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And so it's crazy. And it be, man, it be days I just go in my bathroom, bro, and just cry it out. Like, mm. and, and I tell cats, don't be too tough not to do that, bro. So let's touch on that. When you found out you was going to have kids and then you found out you was going to have twins, what was your mindset? It was over. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. My life was over. You <laughs> said it was over. It was over. I mean, especially for the type of person I was. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was uh, in the process of trying to reinvent myself in life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I got lucky. Uh, out of junior college, I had landed a decent job. You know what I'm saying? Making decent money, but I wasn't I wasn't headstrong in, in foresight in the future. Mm-hmm. I was living in the moment. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, my mom had children later. So, my teenagers, I was a babysitter. Mm-hmm. I was free. You know what I'm saying? I was young. I had bread. I wasn't putting no money to the side. I was burning through my money, partying and all of that. So then, you know, a situation came across where I didn't have that job no more. So it, the pressure was on now. Like, what you do now? And I had no kids. And, you know, I was in my late 20s. So I said, fuck it. I'm going to reinvent myself. I'm going to do this. And and so when you, when, you, when you take the entrepreneur route and try to do things like that, especially when you're jumping in head, head first with no, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. No guidance. You you out there trying to swim with no lifeguard. Like, that's, that's really, facts. You know what I'm saying? And so you're going to have your ups and downs. Some months I'm making money, some months I'm not. But I can, I'm can i cool with that. I can compartmentalize with that. My dreams and my struggles is on me. Uh-huh. And then, you like I said, I'm a grown adult, so I'm out here. I'm doing my adult thing, you know what I'm saying? But I wasn't protecting my dreams because I'm out here having unprotected sex. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, it wasn't. Don't, don't let me let me put it in context. It wasn't like I was out here living foul like that. You know what I'm saying? Because me and my baby moms had a, a rapport with each other, and we was comfortable with each other. And she was always on birth control. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And we knew each other, your status and all that. We, we was Gucci, but you know, one night, you know what I'm saying? Too much tequila, too many Dutchies. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, we halfway through doing what we doing. Yo, your birth control in? What? No, uh, too late. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And it'd be like that. Too late. And it, it was too late. Like, So the kids weren't playing. It just happened. Nah, it just happened. You know, it, it was it was love there, though. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But it just happened. So now it's like, damn. I looked at myself like, it's over. You fucked yourself over. All that entrepreneurship, all that hustling shit, all them chances and all them risks you was willing to take because you ain't have nobody depending on you. You could have, mm-hmm. t- you could have, I could fall flat on my face. Mm-hmm. I can't do that with my house to feet. That's facts. Yeah, you definitely you can. I, you can't, like, especially a nigga like me. Like, I commend people who take them chances, and then they win, and they make it big for their family. But with my little ones right there, them beautiful faces looking at me, oh, no, nah, it's good. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm I'm regular Joe Schmo. <laughs> I need the best job moving right now. I, I, I need paychecks uh-huh. all day. Like, and, but, and I knew that about myself, so that's why I felt like my initial feeling, it was over. And that, I meant, like, as far as my dreams and the life I wanted... Because I know the nigga I am. Like, my kids' dreams is my dreams now. So, uh-huh. I'm, like, I, I still, you know, I do my passions and all that on the side, but my kids come first. You know what I'm saying? So, with you being a twin dad, right, how has that changed your life? Like, what what's what's the daily routine with you and your kids? Shit, I, it ain't changed my life. I got a whole new life. I ain't gonna lie to you. Okay. It, it's, 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 it, everything's different. Especially, like I said, in the co-parenting situation. Shit. First, well, they they four now. They just turned four a few months ago, but even dating back from when they was they was they was infants, 
If I got to be to work at 7, I'm waking up at 4.30. Mm. I got to get myself ready. I got to get my work stuff and my lunch and all of that. Then I got to get up their kids. They don't shit. They don't piss. I got to wash them up full bath, mm-hmm. full lotion down, full outfit to pick out, full getting the diaper bag ready, making sure I got this ointment. This, this don't, they got ailments. Like my kids used to have to take nebulizer treatments on the regular. Mm. I got to make sure they're in brutal and all of a sudden, you know what I mean? For two. Carrying each, each <laughs> car seat in each hand, like for two. Nigga, learning how to literally, nigga, kick a door open, nigga, and hold it with your ankle. Realizing that, nigga, my, my, my right ankle, Teflon tough, nigga. You know what I mean? Doors that got slammed on my ankle. Man, listen, bro. You got to, like, it sounds funny that I'm about to use this analogy, but I respect, like, like paraplegics and, and cats who uh-huh. listen arms and all of that. Like, because uh-huh. you got to learn how to do stuff different. Uh-huh. And shit, when you, some that ass, like when you maneuver on two kids and it's by yourself, and that's why I give my baby moms all the credit because when it was her turn, she had to do it too. You know what I'm saying? You got to, you learn how to do that. Like, and so it gives you a whole new life. Yeah, because like, I want twins. I just want to, with me being older, I just want to knock them out, get them out the way. Facts. And like, I ain't, look, God knew what he was doing for me. And I was trying my best not to have no kids. I, like, <laughs> I was 31 when I found out I had kids. In the way. I thought I was home free. I was stunting. I was, that's probably why I had them. Got too comfortable. But, you know, God knew I wasn't about that. Like, I ain't go front. Like, I love kids, but I never wanted them for myself because I had my selfish dreams. Mm-hmm. So, God said, boom, all right, bet I got you. And I was and I was the only child for, like, like, like almost 12 years. Mm-hmm. So... I, I, it's hard being only child on some real shit. Like, yeah. You spoiled, but you be lonely as fuck too. You know what I'm saying? And I never wanted that for no child. Uh-huh. Like, and so God probably like knowing me, like, boom, I'm gonna give you two of them. And, you know, he gave me a boy, he gave me a girl. I mean, get, yeah, he gave me a boy, he gave me a girl. I'm out the game. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm good. <laughs> you ain't having no more. No, huh? no. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. No, I do feel you on that because I, I only want two. Like, I don't say I want two, but if I get a boy and a girl, like, uh, I can get snipped. I'm cool with that. Unless see, I, I got to interject on you, brother. You in that beautiful situation, though. You you coming from a, you coming from a place of love. That That's true. baby's coming out of a relationship. You, 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 it's because they get nuts. You don't make no decisions for yourself <laughs> no more, bro. You're not just, oh, I'm about to go cut my balls. Uh, big mama going to be like, who? <laughs> you mean our balls, nigga? <laughs> who told you I ain't want more kids? I mean, like, bro, listen. Now, I can say that. Mm-hmm. I'm not in a relationship and don't plan on being in one. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So so how does that look like when you having kids? Why don't you want to be in another relationship? Um, To be perfectly honest, I will have to speak solely for myself on this one. And just like It's just me personally. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a, I'm a difficult person. You know what I'm saying? And I know that. I'm never... I, I hate when people, you know, they go through bad relationship and bad relationship and bad relationship. And, oh, all niggas ain't shit. Uh-huh. All bitches ain't shit. Nah, bro, it's you. Nah, sis, it's you. Because it, it can't be everybody. You know what I'm saying? So I know me. And I got some healing to do, bro. Like, uh-huh. I, you know what I mean? Like, shit. Speak truth to power. I need therapy. All types of shit. And and most black people do. But they don't. You know what I'm saying? They don't go. They don't heal. I would never want to start uh, a relationship like that. Uh-huh. I love my parents to death. A lot of arguments, bro. A lot of them. Shit, sometimes... When you see niggas happy and smiling, they look the awkward. Uh. I mean, that's a tough existence as a child. Uh. When the two people you love the most, nigga, it, it, it look foreign to you when they happy with each other. Uh. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that come from two unhealed people trying to make a life together. You 
I'm saying? And like I said, a lot of adults don't realize their actions fall on the backs of them kids. Mm-hmm. And so I just, me, my, and plus, like I said, at the time I had selfish dreams, you know what I'm saying? And I know some of the, some of the things that I want, the time it takes. And there's some beautiful sisters out there. It's a lot of amazing wives who stand by their man's side and, and deal with that. Like, you know, my man work a lot of hours because he loves his job, and that job put us in a beautiful place. But them sisters, they beautiful and all right, but they liars a little bit too. But they lying for the right reasons. Yeah. They not going to keep it real with their man and say they, they lonely though. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he, 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 and he do his thing too. Like, when he not working and he not committed to his craft, he's putting that bread in, in the family pocket, he, the date nights be awesome. You know what I'm saying? The, the moments be awesome, but they're so far and a few in between. Yeah, I think that's one of the one things. I'm That's going to be one of my main things I struggle with when I do have kids is trying to find the balance for the kids that, and that. balance for yourself. And that's why I said that it's, it's, it's a, you in a perfect situation, and that's why I tell people my situation the idea because I, I, I'm not even going to make an attempt to find that balance because I love my kids so much. Like, mm. You know, I got some loved ones that be like, bro, that's not healthy. Listen, I'm like, listen, I love my kids that much, though. Like, I'm good. Like, I don't, I don't need a life. Mm-hmm. I, know what, I know what I can do that make me happy. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and I make sure that don't, don't take away from them. Mm-hmm. They need all of me. You know what I'm saying? I mean, shout out some respect to my real pops who I just, you know, came in contact with six months ago. You know what I'm saying? Last time I spoke to that man, I was two. So, and realistically, in life, I had never met him. Mm. And so, and I only point that out because I got to keep it real and say, I grew up, I ain't had my dad, bro. Like, I had a stepdad, but, you know, them situations be different. You know what I'm saying? And I, I got I got my stepdad tattooed on my skin because I love him that much, but it wasn't the best, I mean, relationship. Uh-huh. And and what, what I mean by that is a person can love the shit out you, take care of you, or die for you, but blood is different. That's right. And that's a whole fact. And and I seen it even more prevalent when my mom had my little brother. That's bad. And 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 you know, he might not never agree with this shit. And I'm not gonna say that he don't love me like a son, but he love my brother more. Uh. That's his blood. Uh-huh. It's natural. Yeah. It's natural. So knowing your situation now, who did you if you needed fatherly advice when you were raising your kids, did you just figure it out by yourself or did you ask people to go to? Um once again, I got to give my stepdad his credit and, and, and because once I got older uh-huh. and came to grips with everything, it allowed me to heal from that and me and him have a great relationship. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's still some, some, some bumps and bruises there and some old wounds, but I know I can go to him for advice. Because even with all his demons, he was the best father ever. Like, nigga, he, even, with, even with what I just said about him, he was a better father to me than other niggas' blood father to them. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So it was. It, I got my advice from him. Um, I tell I tell people all day. Wisdom and, and advice knows no age. Uh-huh. I get advice from cats younger than me. I get cat advice from cats my age. Like I said, I had my kids at thirty one. So a lot of my friends had already had kids. I mean, I, I was blessed to know some 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 young black married couples. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Black Love and all of that. So I had people to talk to about that. I had people to. You know what I mean? Give me real life examples from the same age group uh-huh. too. So I was blessed in that predicament, and I'm I'm a um, I tell people I'm a hands on learner, I'm an eyesight learner. I watch stuff and I see stuff. So I seen I seen cats go through it. I seen bad fathers go through it, and and recognize and, and compartmentalize and realize with 
why they was bad fathers and what they did to make them bad fathers and the bad moves they made. So, boom, I don't want to be no bad father, so I'm not going to do some of that shit. Uh-huh. And you see good fathers and why they are good fathers and the shit you want to emulate. So, you know what I mean? I just, so, what makes a good, what makes a good father? <laughs> Presence, time, energy, and affection. Presence, time, energy, and affection. And, and, and what, and what I mean by presence is like, even though I, me and my baby mom's not together, mm-hmm. my, my, it's only one day out of the week. My kids don't see my face. Mm. My kids see my face every day. except one day out of the week. Mm. And that's only because of how it's scheduled. You know what I'm saying? And even when it's not my day, I pull up. I mean, you, I'm always respectful of my baby mom's space and time, but if she having a cookout, what's good? I bet I'm pulling up. You know what I'm saying? Or, I mean, I'm, and like I said, I love kids, so I got a relationship with the older sister. She got something going on, I'm pulling up. You know what I'm saying? So I'm always present. Mm-hmm. And I, I tell her that. Like, I know it's going to be hard for her, but I, I, I meditate, I mean, to, to the give her a life for her to have all prosperity. I want her to get married and all that. Just know he going to have to be my homie. Like, he going to have to get to know me. <laughs> I'm always going to be around. He ain't even got to like me. You mm-hmm. got to learn to tolerate me. Mm-hmm. Or catch hands. Like, I'm sorry. Or catch hands. Like, I'm telling you, I don't even mean that to be on some, I'm a punk, nigga. Even, even, if, even if he can beat me. Bro, mm-hmm. You're going to have to beat me up every other day, bro. Like, mm-hmm. I'm always going to be over here. Okay. I'm, I'm going to respect y'all space and y'all time, but these are my kids. What has been the best experience of you being a dad so far? Um, Hugs, bro. Hugs. That ass. Your kids will come up to you and hug you for no reason. <laughs> and it's just, it's amazing. And I tell, I tell people that, um, the purity of kids is amazing. Like, one time I was having a bad day, bro. Like, like I'm in, and I mean, I'm an open book, so I, I let people know, like, I suffer from depression. So it was like a real, real bad day. And the, the beautiful thing, that's, I think, like I said, I think, I think God gave me my kids for a reason. Because, like, I never can have a bad day. Like, with right. them. I, can, I lose my cool, and I yell, and they, they get popped, you know what I mean? But, like, like a bad day spiritually, internally, never. Right. Ever. Even when I got to, like, <laughs> oh, they sleep, I'm going to go outside and hit this Dutch because they've been driving me nuts. That's still never a bad experience. Uh-huh. That's just part of the course. What are what are daddy duties and what are the daddy duties that you do? Mm. I'm going um, to uh, expel this myth. There is no such thing as daddy's duties. Okay. It's life duties. Life duties. It's them, them kids' duties. <laughs> kids' duties. I do it all. I do it all. <laughs> Uh, when they was babies, I was changing diapers. I mean, I'm, I'm a man. My, my daughter's a female. I had the right ointment on her. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? You burping, learning how to um, administer medicine. Uh, shit, when my baby mom, when they was first born, making sure I'm on her timeline that I'm getting the breast milk I need because they uh-huh. breastfed. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? So we had the, 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 the I need. I didn't even know when she was pumping. You know what I'm saying? I, shit, shit. Wiping ass, diapers, all that. <laughs> Doctors' visits, all that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because it's not, it's not on my baby moms to always have to take them to the doctor. That's facts. Even though she, they on her insurance and uh-huh. they, they mail go to her house. Nah, they got. Listen, they got a doctor's appointment, and it, and it's it, it ain't because she got something to do. Not nah, she could be sitting at the crib not doing nothing. I took them last time. It's your go. Like real life duties, bro. Like, uh-huh. um. But even beyond that, even beyond the physical, I tell my daughter I love her every day. 
I tell her she's beautiful every day. That is that is very important. We never having no daddy issues over here. That's very Ever. important like, because yeah, and those those are those are real parent duties too. Because like they I, say the first male to break a woman's heart is, is a father. Is a father always, always. So and that's even 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 in beautiful situations. Uh-huh. Married couple, been married twenty years, all kids through wedlock. Father is the apple of his daughter's eye. He being mean to her mother one time in front of her face, she's shattered. Yep. So that's true. Like, you know what I mean? So every day I tell my daughter, she, I, sometimes it's a guessing game. Baby, what, daddy? Guess what? What? You're the most beautiful girl in the world. <laughs> and I, and I got to make sure I do that every day. I don't need my daughter doing certain things for attention. Uh-huh. I want her to be a grown woman to do her thing. And, what, and when she become grown, whatever is popping for grown women, I want her to do it. But I want you to do it for, for the right reasons. What are some affirmations you tell your son? Telling me a king every night, every night, I, 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 and I make sure when he said that he said with, with the right voice. Uh-huh. I, I I tell him how brilliant he is. I let him know that even when I'm mad at him, I'm proud of him. Uh, that's I, important. That that is important. And, and and I tell him every day, and and this probably just personal for me because of uh you know the strained relationship I had with male figures in my life. I tell him every day that he's my best friend. And it's like, he need to know that because young men are impressionable. Uh-huh. And however people might believe or look at it, it's a warm black man out here. That's facts. And this shit bigger than America. Every, every, every person, every race, every nation, everybody has a overt, first inherent negative thought of American-born black men. Uh-huh. It's a fact. That is a fact. They're going to look at you like Meek Mills before they look at you like Will Smith. That is that is a fact. And so I got to make sure my son know he's good enough. I got to make sure he know he a king because the world ain't going to afford him that at uh-huh. first. He's going to have to prove himself. He was born in this American soil. I'm a product of slavery for real. And so he got to deal with that. And so I make sure that he know he a king every day. Now, how do you separate being a parent and being her best friend? Um, I would say that's probably one of my one of my issues, the blurred lines with that. But uh-huh. I explain to them, even though they they young and they don't get it, I explain to them what I do, and who I am. I'm daddy. Them snacks you had was delicious, wasn't it? <laughs> Daddy got that. You know what I'm saying? You, mm-hmm. you like jumping on this bed. It's fun, huh? Daddy bought that. And I put it together. I did this for you because I'm your father and I love you. Mm-hmm. So when it's time for you to listen to me, right now, you have to. When you get old enough and you can make your own moves, you ain't got to listen to me. I would hope that you will, but you don't have to. Mm-hmm. But right now, you ain't got no fucking choice <laughs> at all. <laughs> I'm here, like, absentee fathers got to ask their kids for permission. They gotta, yeah, that, now that, that, that is fact. What you saying? Preaching. Niggas ain't around got to ask their kids for shit. Yeah, I never had, I never asked you, no, my, no. You saying, no. like, present father, I don't got to ask you nothing. Now, I'm going to give you an opinion and give you a voice because I'm a good father and I done held enough to know that we supposed to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm sorry. This ain't some of them celebrity families. This ain't some of them other families where you get to make your choice. You get to ask me stuff. And we can come to an agreement together because we love each other. But 
Mm. There's rules around here. Mm. It's got to be. You, you can be yourself to the high heavens. But when you're under my roof, it's always a ceiling right there. <laughs> that eyes. You can be yourself, but when you hit that ceiling, we got to have a talk. Now, maybe, maybe my house got a sunroof or whatever. Maybe I got an opening. Maybe it's like the Cowboy Stadium and it's a retractive dome and I can let the roof open and still let you be more yourself inside my house. But it's always going to be a ceiling mm-hmm. so you can provide for yourself. Mm-hmm. What are some of the struggles you face as being a father? Um, uh, um, self-loathing. Okay. To be honest. Telling myself I'm not doing good enough. Letting um, my circumstances dictate my emotions around um, how I'm perceive myself to be doing as a father. You know, um, I tell a lot of fathers, don't look for no hand claps. Don't look, mm. don't look for no pats on the back. Don't look for no, no cute memes. Don't look for no, no Tyler Perry movies for you. They're not coming. That's a double standard, and and I I'm, I'm not one to whine about it because I feel some I feel it's fair though. I ain't, I didn't I didn't get big, I didn't put on weight, I didn't carry no child inside me, I didn't get stretched mm-hmm. out, I didn't need stitches, mm-hmm. I didn't have postpartum depression. So if it's a double standard, certain shit it's it's warranted. So you know it, it, it's unfair, and I know I know it, it need to be some avenues and some and some shit. If we got to start like a little. Maybe Daddy Secret Society where niggas can come get a hug. It, it, it is yeah. what it is because a, a woman gonna get praise mm-hmm. for for single mothers doing that. Strong black woman, since them did that, you know what I'm saying? Father do the same shit. That's your job, nigga. Mm. What you want a cookie for doing what you was supposed to do? Mm. You know what I'm saying? And and they don't understand that. Um, shout out to the to the to the young artist Moray. I listen to his album a lot. I love that brother music. And one of his songs, he got a line. And I ain't going to front the first time I heard it. While I was smoking and I was in my feelings, I brought it to him. Because he said, I know plenty of fathers at the bottom will make it work every day. Uh. Every day. Niggas ain't got shit. Some of us got to catch the bus to see our kids. That is true. I want to take my kids to Billy B's. We got to get on the bus. Baby, don't touch nothing on this dirty-ass bus. I got to pay a nigga for a ride. I got to hope that my baby moms be lenient because I need her to come drop them off for me because I can't come get them. Mm-hmm. So, like, but we make it work. You know what I'm saying? And so, when 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 you when you excel and, and all the motherfucker got for you is a shrug of their shoulders, it can make you angry and bitter, yo. Mm-hmm. And so you can't look for no hand clap. You just got to do that shit just because you're supposed to do it. Shit, you got to agree with them. It's your job, bro. And like I said, we got to pay for the sins of a thousand niggas we never met. Mm. You know what I'm saying? If niggas would have did a better job before, then yeah, you would have probably got a hand clap. You would have got you would have got a pat on your back. Mm-hmm. But every time it's, it's it's a situation where it's a co-parenting situation. Nine times out of ten, eight times out of ten, oh, they not together because he did something, or he left the family, or he did that. It's not third. So whatever the baby mom's mad about, whatever she putting out, whatever energy putting out, he got to deal with that, and that's always a perception. Mm. And then when you when you, when you the exception to the rule, like myself, and I ain't really trying to like 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 brag for clout or nothing like that. Like it wasn't that, that wasn't the situation for me, you know what I'm saying? But certain cats do fuck up, but that don't mean they don't they. He fucked you over. Mm-hmm. He's still a good father. Mm. And see, I think. Um, 
that there are not all women, but I say a good percentage of women who, when the them and the father don't work, they don't know how to they don't know how to separate that. Not, not at all. Um, I tell people like this, and I, I always I often tell my baby moms this, this stuff too. I just tell them, I'm gonna give you a roses, let you know you love stronger than a motherfucker. You love strong. You hate it just as strong too, though. So when they mad at you and they got that perceived hate in their heart, oh, bro, you're going to get it tenfold just like they did when they love you. And that's a whole fact. A female can cook you your best meal, and that shit can taste like the best thing you ever taste in your life. And also can serve you up a dish of cold, hard pain. It's going to be the worst <laughs> pain you ever felt in your motherfucking life. And that's a fact, bro. And, and so, you know, like, it's it's hard for them to separate that. Uh-huh. And then, like I said, a lot of this shit is systemic. Like, it's a lot of brainwashing going on, like, 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 so, like, sometimes a black father's obsolete. Like, nigga, I, why would I treat you nice? I don't need you. Uh. You need to do what you're supposed to do. Uh-huh. Not, I want you to do what you're supposed to do. Uh-huh. I, I, I need you to do what you're supposed to do. Is that part of the reason why you want to be a forever bachelor dad? Or? Nah, the, I, I, and I tell a lot of people, and, and, and I have to put that in context, that, that there was no experience I had with my, my, my kid's mom um, or any committed relationship that I have with any woman in the past that got me thinking like that. It's, uh-huh. it's, it's solely, like, some selfish Virgo shit. Like, like, and, like I said, I was already on a path. Like before, all right, boom, I, I'll give you some context. Before I had my kids, I wanted to be a football coach. Like, uh, I love football. Okay. And that's a job that's extremely demanding, especially at the high level. That is very true. Like you, Even I'm, at the lower level, it's facts, demanding. Facts. Shit. You know what I'm saying? Because when you're a part one coach, you got to go get these kids. Yep. You got to do all of that. Oh, shit, my bad. Yeah. And then in high school, you got to check their grades. If you're a teacher or whatever, whatever job you it's all of that. Uh-huh. And my passion for that is extremely strong. Like, um, and my love for that is extremely strong. And I wouldn't want to compromise a woman like that. Uh-huh. Um, like I said, I know I'm a difficult person. Um, you know, through, through uh, you know, self-reflection and, and, and research, I realize that I, I, I do battle depression and, and, and bipolar disorder and a slight social anxiety. And so knowing that I figured that out on my own, that's that's mad unhealed and untapped trauma. So just because I can compartmentalize with it and try to deal with it the best I can, the minute I go through a therapy, she gonna rip open that band-aid, open that book up, and, and it, it's sometimes it get worse before it get better. Uh-huh. And so I, I'm not bringing my flaws to nobody. Like you know, it, it, like I said, that's why I gotta really be an open book and, and put it out there, be real, because I don't, I don't, I'm not one of these niggas. I, all bitches ain't shit. All niggas ain't shit. Like that's that's a that's a very close-minded view. First of all, there's seven billion people on Earth. Uh-huh. Sorry, bro, I don't give fuck. You, I don't give fuck if you Wilt Chamberlain. <laughs> if we bust that in half, you ain't bust three billion bras, bro. Uh-huh. So you can't say they all ain't. It, it's your choices. Uh-huh. It's your taste in people, and it's your taste in yourself. Uh-huh. Because at the end of the day, who you deal with is a reflection of how you want people to treat you. Uh-huh. And if you dealing with people, if, if everybody you fuck with ain't shit, you like people being shitty to you. Because yeah. you, you will stop being attracted to these type of people. People don't change. Like the great Maya Angelou said, once somebody show you their true colors the first time, you believe them. Uh-huh. You're dealing with the same person over and over and over, expecting a different outcome. That's called insanity. That's facts. And so it's like, when, when people heal from that, you know, they'll learn from that. So for me, I had to step, just take a step back. Like, yo, it's me. Like, and it's my flaws that I can recognize in myself. And yeah, women love you. I love you through that, and I work you through that. I, I ain't going to front, bro. I got old-school-ass, old-nigga pride. Like, I don't, I don't want nobody fixing me. I can uh, fix myself. Uh, 
And I, I have, man, my views is different, bro. I just, and not, not to shit on nobody, and and, 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 and I, I'm just, I feel compelled to say it because I know it can be offensive to people I love, what I'm about to say, but I just feel like people should wait till they're at the top. And at the top of them, though, like, when you at self-sovereignty, when you, when you complete, when you hold, uh-huh. wherever, whatever, whatever your peak at, uh-huh. you need to meet a woman at her peak. And then, because once y'all hit, not to say it's going to make everything perfect, but it's a lot of it's a lot of shit that you ain't gonna have to deal with that you would have dealt with. Yeah, it definitely. You know what I'm saying uh-huh. like y'all y'all trying to you healing from she healing from her childhood trauma, you healing from your childhood trauma, and then your present day trauma, and y'all trying to make it work together. And then y'all bring kids into the equation. It's just bro, uh-huh. it's a cesspool of, of crazy a, a trauma. It's a, it's a cesspool of trauma, and then you run wonder why girls is you know twerking and shit, and ain't no wrong with that. But it's a time and place and a standard for everything. I'm sorry, like and it's the truth. Like I, I love sexy women too. But just because you on vacation, shorty, you ain't got to get on top of nobody's restaurant table and twerk. And that's not to <laughs> poke fun at no kind of nothing that was in the media or whatever, but I'm just uh-huh. speaking personally. Uh-huh. Yeah, you look good, and I would love to see you twerk at the club, though. And, and, and niggas like, oh, bro, you got money. You didn't have to go to the ATM and pull out all your cash and put the money phone to your ear because the rappers do it, bro. Oof. Like, you ain't got to... Spend mad mo- unnecessary money to get some Balenciagas when your fit looked good with them J's you had on. Uh-huh. But you got to compete with this nigga now, and so it's a lifestyle that people be living. And I, I just, I just try to disassociate from all that because a lot of that shit is just trauma, bro. Uh-huh. Trauma breeds low self esteem and self hate, and people don't understand that, and they, and they, 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 they band aid in that, and they, and they, and, and, but. It feel good because all of this shit costs money. Uh-huh. And when you're living in America and you're making the money to do it, that's the feel good. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Not realizing that you're still not happy, nigga. Celebrities kill themselves. Yeah, that's facts. Rich people jump off buildings. Uh-huh. So obviously the money ain't the healing factor. One last question before we before I get to my final segment. Um, what ha- Do you have any regrets being a parent? And then has parenting changed you? Um, I hate to sound cheesy, and I'm really not gonna say this for no brownie points at all. But the only thing I hate about being a parent is the effect it had on my baby mom. Uh. Um, she, she, um, you know, not dig, you know, dig too deep in her business or whatever. But like I said, she has an older child, so she been through certain things or whatever. You know what I mean? And she is the type of woman that you know she she is a lover. Like uh-huh. she wants the marriage and the relationship and all of that. And she deserves it. Like, everything about her, she deserves it. I mean, obviously, she ain't perfect. She so, did she it. think she was going to get that with you? Um, It, I, it wasn't. It was, she thought that she was going to get it with me, but but given the, the history that we had uh-huh. and um and some of the, you know, connections and the feelings that we had, it was easy for her to be like, okay, yeah. Like, uh-huh. Yeah, th- yeah, this, 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 this will be perfect. And then when I was like, oh, no, nah, this ain't what I want to do, though. Then it's like, you know, that's a punch to the stomach. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? That's a blow. So when that happened, did that affect, uh, like, did, did that all spill into, like, the relationship with the kids as far as you seeing um, them? Or how n- did, never. No. Okay. Never. Never. So she, um, okay. All right. And, and you know, I'm blessed. You know what I'm saying? I'm blessed. But you know, it, we don't have our, you know, we don't have our motherfucking moments between two, two adults. But mm-hmm. she never stopped me from seeing my kids. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, and she never was. Um, she, <laughs> nigga, she, she, 
She'll, she'll attack me before that had happened. Like, the worst thing in the world she can do to me, she'll do that before she stop me from seeing my kids. Mm. So I'm blessed. Um, but it can happen, you know? It happened, like I said, I, I only speak solely, but I know I know the tears and cries of brothers, mm-hmm. good fathers, who can't see their kids because of the spitefulness of a woman. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, some of them double standards do be warranted. And but some situations they don't, you and know, like so that that shit it's just tough. But now, like I said, my only my only regret is because she deserved what she wanted, uh-huh. and and she definitely didn't want to have kids again before she got that. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So I kind of felt like I came and disrupted her life. Uh-huh. Even though, like I said, we both grown, we both made our own decisions, but that's my biggest regret. Like, and I like I hate to sound cheesy, but that's it's the truth. And how has parenting changed you? Um, shit, it, um, it changed me, like, I'm still, to be honest, like, if I'm a selfish person, and I'm still am selfish, I'm just selfish about my kids and fuck my kids. Mm. I don't give a fuck about nothing but my kids. Mm-hmm. Dead ass. <laughs> my family and friends, they know. I love you, but <laughs> if need be, it's just me and these two. Mm-hmm. We the three amigos, baby, we don't need nobody. <laughs> like, but, um, being a parent humbled me, made me stronger. Um, made me wiser, made me love better, made me love with, 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 with way more than the purpose than I ever loved before in my life. Uh-huh. Um, but I knew that though. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm selfish. That's another reason I tell people. A lot of people ask me like, why you never wanted to be a father and have kids? Because I'm all I, I, like I said, I youth coach. I mentor kids. I love kids. I'm the favorite uncle of all my nieces and nephews and shit. And so a lot of my family kind of been cheerleading. You, you need to have a baby. My mom was asking me since I was like 23. I need a grandchild, like, but I just, like, I like my own freedom and doing my own thing, uh-huh. and so being a parent changed me, like, now, like, I put my kids before me, like, mm. you know what I'm saying, like, uh-huh. before, like, because of childhood trauma, I had developed to a selfish person, like, I'm going to dedicate my life to myself, and now... I learn how to love different. Like, okay, you know what I'm saying like I, I know how I learn how to care about things past my healing process because my selfishness, my selfishness was to me part of my healing process. I was trying to heal from some pain that I have dealt with as a child, and I figured like I'm gonna dedicate myself to myself. Uh-huh. And and I, to be honest, I ain't gonna front. Keep real, I wasn't wrong like in that like what I was doing for myself because I, I wasn't cheating nobody. I uh-huh. wasn't. I, I'm not. A, I'm not a dirty, filthy person. I never art, lied, stole, did nothing wrong to nobody. Like you know, there's people that obviously don't like me, but it's not. I never did nothing wrong to nobody. Uh-huh. And so, I never. You mean like I said, loving myself that much, I wasn't wrong. But having my kids opened me up to loving other people more than myself. And and I mean, I, I might be a little probably premature because it's just my kids though, uh-huh. like, and that's natural. They're my kids. Of course, I'm going to love them more than I love myself. Uh-huh. But once they become adults and they don't need me as much, that once you turn that type of feeling on, it don't go nowhere. So I'm pretty sure I'm going to want to love something the same. Uh-huh. And that makes I, sense. And, and I know that, like, because I know I was going to be self-absorbed with my kids. That's why I didn't want to be a father. I knew once I had kids, I was, it was, I don't fuck me. Uh-huh. This, this little person is, and that's, it comes So did from, you ever want kids? Um, at one point I did, but it was for selfish reasons. Got you. Um, like I said, my real father wasn't in my life. And I, even though I had my stepfather, I knew that he wasn't my father uh-huh. from three years old. 
called him by his name my whole life. Uh. So, and it was like, I I started calling him Pop and Dad when I was in my mid-20s. Uh-huh. Just because I made the decision to do that. But it wasn't, that wasn't naturally what it was. So, I never I never felt it. I, I never I never was nobody's favorite. Uh. Yeah, your mom going to love you. But, you know, my mom had her own flaws, too. And my mom said some things to me when I was young that made me realize that you only love me because I'm your child. Uh, that's deep. You know what I'm saying? And a mother's love, yeah, my mother do anything for me. But it's squarely because I'm your child. Like, I love my kids' personalities. Uh-huh. I love exactly who they are. And if I can leave this, this, this talk with a gem for anybody, so any, any brother out there listening, any sister out there listening that got kids already, I don't give a fuck what your 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 your, your uh, other child parent did to you. I don't care. I don't care. I don't fucking care. When you part your mouth to say I hate my baby mother or I hate my baby father, but you claim to love your child, you're a fucking liar. Because what well, we got? What twenty six chromosomes? However, chromosomes we got. Half of that came from the other person. Uh-huh. And so if you love your child's personality, you love your child's face, you love your child's nose, and especially if that child don't look like you, you can't say you hate that other person because you're a fucking liar because that child wouldn't be exactly who they are. Uh-huh. If you had a child, a child with somebody else, they'd be a whole different person. Uh-huh. So once you fall in love with this entity that you made with that person, you can't hate that person. Now, you can strongly dislike them. You can hate their ways. But if you tell them you hate them, you hate your child. My daughter act just like her mother. <laughs> her mother get on my nerves with it sometimes, but it's normal when it comes from my baby. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? My son act just like me, and it drives me nuts, but it's a mirror. It's what you do, bro. And so all I can do is love you. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And, and I can't. And my, my, my baby moms adore my son. He's a mama's boy. She can't ever part. You can't part your mouth to say you hate me. That little nigga is me. Uh-huh. Only thing he got is your nose, cause he that's, <laughs> he, that's me all day. So and, and people got to stop saying that. Uh-huh. And, and and even if you don't ever want to make right with that person, y'all can have nigga monetized visits to a mediator and all of that. Nigga, it could be the messiest shit ever. You still can't ever fix your mouth to say you hate that person if you love your child, uh-huh. especially if you love exactly who they are. Uh-huh. Now, if you don't like your child for some reason, then that's some deeper shit that I don't know nothing about, but. I always, I always tell, I tell, I tell young brothers out. Oh, I hate my baby mom. Watch your mouth, God. You're a good ass father, nigga. Uh-huh. You love your child. I'm, I'm witnessing it right now. You can't hate your baby mother, bro. Uh. You how- know, you know niggas who hate their baby moms. Niggas that never seen their father day in their life. Because uh. they obviously <laughs> don't care about that child neither. Uh. Them the niggas that hate their baby moms. If you're a good father and you trying and you around. And you having difficult situations with your baby moms? That's just what that is. You have difficult situations, my nigga. Stop saying that word hate, bro. Because you don't get, guess what? You don't get to pick who, who the child connect with the most. That's facts. And you, oh, you love your baby girl. That, that's daddy princess. But you hate her mama. And guess what? She idolized her mama. Uh-huh. So guess who she don't like now? You. Uh. You always bashing my mom. Yeah, you good to me and I love you because you're my dad, but I don't like you like that. Uh. Uh. Woof. Shit. Should be real, bro. That like, be real. Nigga, fathers be wondering why their son don't want to go watch the game, bro. You always talking bad about his mother. He's a mama's boy. Father, mother's, oh, 
And my daughter always up my all of us up my baby father's ass because you always talking bad about that man and she loved the fuck out of her father. Mm-hmm. You gotta watch your mouth. Take that shit in the room. Mm. You wanna tell your hunger how much you can't stand this nigga? Go in the room. Stop talking in front of your kids. So we're gonna answer to the parenting corner segment where I'm gonna ask you uh three questions. Yeah. Um first question is we'll start with this. What's a funny dad story that 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 that's happened to you so far? Oh uh, shit! <laughs> Hell of those. <laughs> um. So I, I start the story off by saying my son's a night owl. Okay. That boy, he 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 will wake up in the middle of the night and he'd be doing his thing. And so, um, I'm a spiritual dude. I believe in energy and all that. I don't believe in ghosts. I don't really believe in mm-hmm. ghosts and all that. Like, I believe in energy, in which you know all that shit kind of is one of the same. But I don't I don't think I'm gonna wake up and see a fucking ghost standing right there. I don't I don't subscribe to that. But I love horror movies and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I love them. And in retrospect, I know this is all fiction. It's funny. Mm-hmm. Oh, it scared me, but that shit was fire. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> so my son wakes up in the middle of the night, and, you know, he's doing his thing. He, you know, and and he's so used to it that he knows to creep. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to wake anybody up. Mm-hmm. So my son, a little miniature architect that he is, he loves building shit. He loves setting shit up. And he, I got, like, two big bags of Legos and shit. He loves dinosaurs and all this other shit. So I wake up. I, you know, I, I, you know the kids are asleep. I smoke my Dutch. I watch my movie. I fell asleep on the couch. I wake up. There's toys <laughs> strategically placed all over my fucking house. That's <laughs> some horror movie shit, nigga. <laughs> Like, you know how niggas wake up and the ghosts don't fuck with their crib? Uh-huh. Nigga, I woke up like, what the fuck? <laughs> and because when any parent, they got toddlers, no kids make a mess. Yes. This shit was neat as fuck, my nigga. Neat as shit. <laughs> so I'm like, yo, what the fuck? And they make it so bad. Like, my son, he's a very heavy, for a heavy-footed little, solid little dude, uh-huh. he know how to get light. So as I'm waking up to this shit, I'm like, oh, what's going on? And then I look, that little nigga standing right there. <laughs> like a goat. I'm like, I, I'm like, oh, what you doing? He's like, oh, daddy, I'm sorry. I said, I said, bro, why are you whispering? He's like, you sleep. <laughs> so I said, you did this? He's like, yeah, I was playing daddy. I said, oh, nigga. <laughs> oh, you know, you know, I was rocking daddy. whole core belief of what's going on in this world. Nigga, he's like, I thought the ghost was come tell me, yeah, nigga, we real. <laughs> We real, nigga, like, yo, listen. And then, like, so it was the morning time, so, like, even though my son is standing right there, uh-huh. all I can see is a silhouette. Uh-huh. Just a little baby shadow. Like, just standing there, talking all soft and shit. Oh, bro, you almost got punched. Cause you almost got punched. Your little four-year-old face almost caught a grown-ass fist. <laughs> dead ass, bro. I tell you no lie. Oh, nigga. snap. Nigga, I woke up, boy, and jumped. Nigga, I literally, and look, now I'm... Go go lay down, man. <laughs> go, go lay the fuck down, man. Like I'm, I'm tired of little niggas. You know, scared me. Like, man, nigga, I had to go hit my clip a little bit like that, nigga. Like, like that ass. It, it, it reminded me of um, that scene off Friday at the next uh-huh. when a nigga had a uh, nigga had Ice Cube in there and he was cussing at him, yelling, at him, yelling at him. Then when Ice Cube walked away, he said that little nigga had me scared. Fuck uh-huh. that. Like, that little nigga scared the shit out uh-huh. of me, yo. Like, like if if he was intelligent enough where that was a prank, it was the best prank in the world. Uh-huh. Like, that shit was crazy. Um, second question. So, shout out to one of my followers, Twig. She came up with this, so this is going to be the first time I try it. Um, what is a struggle that you've had with your kid this week, and how did you handle it versus how you think you should have handled it? 
That's perfect. Um, my daughter has a problem sharing. Okay. Um, she'll share what she want to. Like, she's a sweet little baby. She she hit you with the cute shit, but I'm I love my kids. Uh-huh. My daughter's a daddy girl, so I give her whatever she wants. And so she has not learned to differentiate uh-huh. that from the rest of the world. Uh-huh. You can't go take something and now it's yours. Yeah. <laughs> so um, just just yesterday, I, w- I had my, nep- my, uh, my nephew, my godson, had a football game. I try not to miss no game. So I had my kids. I told my kids with me. Plus, you know, I'm trying to put that little love in my son. So I want him to see it. And, um, you know, they four. They're not interested in no football game. They running around. And um, but now they, they daddy, 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 daddy. I'm like, bro, I'm trying to watch this game. But I can't be a bad father. Uh-huh. And I can just sit here ignore my kids. So you know, we 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 blessed with technology. And I'm like, well, my my gosh, so she's like, I'm gonna give her my phone. What's she like? She's like Coco Melon. And but what, what what really sparked her though, it was a um, a young lady who had her daughter. Uh-huh. Her daughter's watching her phone. Uh-huh. That Coco Melon, like, I don't know, like That Coco Melon's cracked the babies. Listen, hey, me, listen, par- listen. Parents, parents, <laughs> you gotta investigate. They might be hypnotizing the kids. <laughs> it's like cocaine with them kids hear that shit. <laughs> what? You know? So my daughter, like, I I I wanna watch Coco Melon. What make, damn, bro, like, uh, uh, out of all the shows you watch, it's Coco Melon right now. So I see. So, but the shorty, I knew her, and she was being sweet. She's like, well, you can watch it with her. My, ain't no watching nothing with my daughter. <laughs> I'm about to take this phone from your child, <laughs> and I'm not giving it back. And I really, and I, I'm telling, baby, you, listen, you, that's hers. And you, uh-huh. I'm trying to explain it to her. So then, you know, she not listening, and she's starting to be in a little brad and get a little embarrassed. And I'm look, and then I straight, straight switch to mean daddy mode. Like, okay, now get your little ass popped in. And everybody like, come on, bro, don't pop the baby. I'm like, well, she being bad though. Like, but you know, it's I gotta learn how to be soft in the midst of like company and shit like uh, that. Like. Uh-huh. And I do rule my house with an iron fist and not try to be in some tyrant shit, but I'm the protector, provider, and overseer. Like, uh-huh. all of this is for your best interest. So, you know, sometimes as a parent, you got to put your foot down. Inside the house, it's always acceptable as long as you ain't abusing your kids. But out in public, you don't got to be as stern with them. Uh-huh. And I do struggle with that. I struggle with being, and, and it's crazy because I didn't like my mom for that. Nigga, I, I got slapped in public, nigga, embarrassed. Uh-huh. And my mom used to put on a show. My mom, she's a performer. <laughs> she gonna put on the whole show. I said, "You like, bro? You trying to embarrass me?" Like, and like, and I'm not at that level, but I do like to ex- display my discipline. Because like, uh-huh. I ain't gonna lie, I don't like bad kids. Like, I, I don't like when you know you be out and you saying the kids cut up and you be looking at the parent like you need to pop that little. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. Snatching by a collar, something. You know, <laughs> like, you don't want, like, you don't want you know hit that hand in public, but you can you can grab that arm and talk to them through your teeth. And I gotta realize that maybe they maybe maybe I'm outdated with that, uh-huh. and you know like kids be kids, uh-huh. and because the the, the 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 lady she was being sweet about it, you know like, and but I had to show that my kids know better, uh-huh. and you know sometimes it's not warranted, and I gotta I gotta be better with that. Okay, and that was a good one. Last that last question. Um, if you had to give a piece of advice to any. Uh, fathers to be, uh, first time fathers, any fathers, what would it be? Um, I kind of said it earlier, but I said again, don't look for no hand claps. Just do it because you got to and, and love that you got to. I tell young brothers and I'm, I'm going to get a little spiritual on it, but, um, 
understand that it's an honor. It's really an honor to be somebody's father. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, life is life. It's the most precious gift we have. A lot of the stuff that's going on in our world right now, and I ain't going to say certain names because, you know, they like to flag stuff, but a lot of the stuff going on got to do with life. Yep. Lives here, lives lost, lives this, lives that. So life is the most precious thing. So if you're responsible for life, that's an honor. Mm-hmm. And take it as such. It'll make things better. It'll make the, the, the hardships better. It'll make the struggle better. It'll make the good times better. That's why I tell my kids every day. Like, I tell my daughter, she's a queen. I tell my son, they're a king. And, and then they be like, what that make you, daddy? The father of a king. The father of a queen. I'm, I'm, I'm dope because of you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, so... Men got to take, it's an honor, bro. Like, it's an honor. Like, and you and you got to take it like that. It'll make it feel better when you got to deal with something that you feel like you ain't, shouldn't be dealing with. When you feel like it's unfair, well, it's an honor to even uh-huh. be feeling this. Yeah, the kids ain't asked to be here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's an honor to be feeling this. And 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 listen, bro, uh, don't miss out on your lotto ticket, people. You don't know who your kids are going to be. Uh. You're going to fuck around and walk away from Oprah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're gonna be mad as fuck your son end up Tyler Perry, nigga. Him like you. <laughs> that ass, nigga, you not getting a gift, a car, a house, nothing. <laughs> nothing, bro. I'm listen. <laughs> Daddy wants shit. But y'all got the chance to be the whole universe. <laughs> and don't forget me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm one of them parents. I don't give a fuck what you heard. I'm putting in this work for some get back. <laughs> if you get famous, hit me off. I, I need it, nigga. I worked three jobs, nigga. I hustled on the side, nigga. I woke up at five in the morning to give niggas workout sessions, nigga. You owe me. I swear to God, you owe me. You owe me. <laughs> um, I appreciate you getting on, man. This has been. This was good. It was. It was formative. It was entertaining. All of that. Nah, this 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 was beautiful. For the listeners, this was my first time. I ain't gonna lie to you. First time I did this. I got to get a little intoxicated to get, get comfortable. So. Um, I definitely appreciate it. You have any social media? Any business you want to plug in? Um. Uh, my Instagram is uh, ampdean a m p underscore d a n e. Um, I am a health and wellness advocate and coach. Okay, uh, I, I preach physical activity for every any and everybody, all uh, shapes, sizes, ages. Um, if you live in a local Syracuse area and you need help with that, um, DM me. Uh, we can get that rolling. Um, um, as far as um, young athletes as well, I um, I engage with with with, with that demographic too, like. Um, it's a lot of parents who, you know, they love to put their kids in sports, uh-huh. but you know, even though they love that they kid in that sport, they might got, not got the time or the knowledge for that sport. Uh-huh. Um, and, and I'm gonna say this comedically, but I'm being dead serious. Don't let your kids sit on the end of that bench for no reason. If your child ain't that good at the sport and you ain't got the time to teach them, it's people like me that's out here. Uh-huh. I, I love helping. You got a website or something like that? Nah, it's in the works though. Okay, it's coming. It's coming. Cause you, I mean, you do good work, my brother. Thank you you, you thank do you, good thank work. You, thank you. Yeah, I, I try. You know? <laughs> I'm, I'm here for the people. I tell people, I, uh, listen, whatever the afterlife is, I, I, I'm trying to earn my way to the positive uh, side. I'm, I, I feel you on I'm, that. I'm, I'm healing hearts, bodies, energies, and relationships. I tell niggas, no lies. My work, my that. work uh, transcends everything. Okay. Right. Um, you already know y'all can follow me, man. Um, Baby Daddy Chronicles Pod. That's the Instagram. Uh, Baby Daddy Cron. B- baby daddy C H R O N that's the Twitter. Um if you got any advice, uh any stories you want to tell, email me, baby daddy chronicles podcast at gmail.com. Leave a like, review, subscribe, rate on Apple Podcasts, 
And uh, man, I, I I love the reception I'm getting. Man, I'm gonna keep bringing y'all this content until the next episode. With your future baby daddy signing off. Peace. As a father, guess I feel like I'm somebody My life is my kid, so I tell about it And I swear it's all about that Baby daddy, I ain't a baby daddy I ain't a baby daddy Baby daddy, I ain't a baby daddy